ओम स्तापकाय चर्मसर्वधर्मस्वरूपिने अवतार वरिष्ठाय रामकृष्णयते नम ओं जननी शारदम देवी रामकृष्ण जगद्गु फारपद्मेतोस्त्री प्रणमा मुहुर्मुहु so after a very beautiful summer sami chetananda maharaj's uh, talks he i think he went home today right he went back to st louis today uh, especially inspiring series i think he gave uh, so i wasn't actually today i was out doing home program yesterday doing a home program uh, and then it occurred to me oh my god sami ji is not talking tonight <laughs> i have to plan something so uh thinking what to speak i didn't have time to translate to start the new section of the bhagavatam but some one idea one verse has been in my mind right it's a, a, a very important uh, actually one not even one verse one word almost or one phrase has been in my mind last 2 3 days thinking about it, so we can start with that and it's a it's from the uh, uh, a eight verse hymn called the shashtakam of chitanya mahaprabhu lord chitanya and lord chitanya we know according to the text was a very great pandit he was a grammarian in his youth he ran a sanskrit school a great philosopher master of the different schools of philosophy of grammar and, and the like um but luckily we have due to his disciples we have some ideas of what he said so his teachings have been conversation recorded but his actual compositions are almost non-existent today actually i just heard that actually he wrote many things but then he threw those things away right uh, one devity was here he mentioned that to me today um and so all we have is these eight verses eight verses of instruction shishashtakam uh some chetananda believes that this jagannastakam the jagannath uh, eight verses to lord jagannath that ends jagannath swami nayana patagami that was composed by chaitanya that i'm not i've heard different things and of course in the chaitanya charit which in bhagavad other texts there's hymns that we know he spoke whether or not he wrote them or they were heard but this is actually considered an authentic jayama a very a very authentic writing of of chaitanya one of the if anything we know he wrote this is one of the things he named he wrote and so of course if we know about sri chaitanya mahaprabhu he was a great votary of the holy name of chanting even just now we chanted this beautiful maha hari krishna mahamantra uh, that it existed in the upanishads it's there but he popularized popularized this man- this mantra and so and the what lord chaitanya taught that that there's different types of dharma there's sanatana dharma the eternal religion that never changes what's the eternal religion we in bhagavatam we read narada muni teaching sanatana dharma basically it's satya mahimsa uh, 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 daya it's, it's compassion it's truth it's honesty it's uh, self control these are the basis of a sanatana dharma that's universal that sanatana means it doesn't change it always it never it's always the truth it's always our duty always the truth but then there's also then there's swadharma that's our own nature right we each one of us has our own destiny our own duty our own uh, uh, path our own appropriate uh, uh, behavior we have to find our swadharma there's yet uh, jati dharma the family tradition that has to be followed there's cultural tradition there's like there's varnashram dharma according to brahmins should behave a certain has certain duties sanyasis have certain duties uh, uh children have certain duties to the parents parents have certain duties to their children so the the duty of a parent and duty of a child won't be the same 
So those aren't universal. These are specific. Right? So similarly, there's a term called Yuga Dharma. There's a Dharma, a religion, a principle, a, a path that's suited for a time. Yuga Dharma. Right? And it's based on, it's, it's ultimately a Sanatana Dharma, it's the, the eternal tradition, but it's for this, this is uh, the principle Sanatana Dharma taught for this age, for our time. And so, in so many of the Puranas, so many of the saints, so many of the scriptures, they've stated that in this age, which is called Kali Yuga, or the Dark Age, right, uh, uh, that especially suited for this age is chanting God's name, both in Kirtan and singing. And in japam, and in, in recitation, and meditation, repetition, meditation, right? There's many methods of, of of spiritual practice. Ultimately, spiritual practice meant for us to remember God and awaken our spiritual consciousness. And all of them have their benefit, but not all of them are very easy, right? And so it says in this age. Actually, there's one verse that stuck. with so thinking about this verse, I looked up one. Uh, in, in, in Srimad Bhagavatam, the very beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam, there's a verse that describes in just half a line, uh, half a line, uh, uh, a little bit of the quality of what we call Kali Yuga, what we call this particular age. Right? It's 1.110. Oh, learned ones, the people of Kali, this Kali age live short lives. Right? Okay, maximum 100 years, right? But who do you know who lives 100 years? Whenever somebody lives 100 years, it comes, it comes on television. Right, it's such a rare thing, right? Actually, 100 years is supposed to be the minimum life of man, of human beings, right? Uh, but and now, due to uh, proper, uh, uh, better health care and medicine and like this, so we're living, again, longer periods of time, but still, we're short-lived. And we know early, 100 years ago, 300 years ago, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, how, do, how, how long did people live? The age expectancy in Europe was like 40 50 years old, right? You go in, in, in Calcutta, the the, the uh, expected age of a rickshaw puller is 40 years old, 45 years old. They look old already. Hard life. This life is hard. Health is not good. So one thing is we're very short-lived. So certain types of practice require long periods of time, right? Certain uh, To su succeed in certain meditation require... We hear in the scriptures that Hiranyakashipu, in order to get an inauspicious boon, in order to control the universe, stood on his, uh, stood on his uh, um, tippy toes, his hands up for 10,000 years. Right? So, so people, it's, if we understand, this is a little bit the mythological side of the scriptures, right? But people were doing austerities for thousands of years, right? At least hundreds of years, or at least years, <laughs> right? When we don't, maybe, the problem is that we don't have years, and if we had years, we won't, it's hard to do something continuously for more than a day or two, right? To speak of year after year after year. So our, one quality is that uh, we're, people of this age are short-lived. Then it says they are uh, 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 foolish, right? This is, this is <laughs> the quality that uh, uh, our, our, we have corrupted brains. We're not thinking properly. Due to selfish thinking and propaganda and the like, we're thinking our education is not clear. we become foolish. We're misguided unlucky and a very important line very much disturbed all the time disturbed right so was a was a disturbed foolish lazy short-lived mind everybody sit there and meditate upon the absolute impersonal all-pervading brahman for t thousands of years until you become completely one with it and emerge and disappear and the separation between object and subject disappears and you merge or ex float in that blissful experience so possible and we should try, right? We're not not discouraging, but difficult, 
right? Why is it difficult? Because in this nature of Kali Yuga, back to this, the qualities, the believed qualities of the sage, is that everything, bec- the atmosphere become impure. Right? Our educa- another way, this verse is saying the atmosphere is impure, our education is bad, our culture is bad. We're not trained. We're not trained from children. It says in the, the Upanishad says in ancient Vedic times, the mothers would rock their, chi- their, their children in, 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 the, in the swing, in the cradle, with tatvamasi, uh, tatvamasi, thou art Brahman, you are that. Right? This would be the, the, the lullaby, right? is uh, telling the child from the cradle on, you are Brahman. Right, you know, we, we, we uh, so that's not, we may, I had very, by God's grace, by mercy of God's grace, I've had, I had very good parents for a short period of time, very good parents, but they didn't tell me I was Brahmin. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it was, even the best parents, they don't have, of course, what are the best parents? We have the, be- we, we have the parents we have, right, but still, they're also conditioned. Right, so we're, we're conditioned, our parents are conditioned, the whole culture is conditioned, the training is conditioned. So that's one quality of the age is that, that uh, the atmosphere is bad and our education is bad, right? And it says that this is called the age of quarrel and hypocrisy. One of the signs, I don't have the verse in front of me, but it says that adharma is considered dharma and dharma is considered adharma in Kali Yuga, right? So that uh, dishonesty is considered honesty. Untruth is considered truth, right? Uh, violence is considered nonviolence. You can see one by one, like one by one like this, right? Uh, immorality is considered moral. Morals and moral people are considered immoral. You know, so this is a quali- another quality, right? So th- these things. So in this, uh, the point is, in this age, it seems, in and by this tradition of the yuga s- system, the belief of the yugas or the observation of the yugas, that in kali yuga, it's, things are a little difficult. Everything seems to be stacked against us. We're not following. We're not trained properly. And and also another quality in in the uh, pa- uh, uh, um, Padma Purana. In, in, yeah, in Padma Purana, no, no, in, in uh, um, uh, Skanda Purana, sorry, Skanda Purana, Narada, uh, uh, Lord Vishnu tells Narada that in, in, in Kali Yuga, people have to struggle so hard just to make a living. What is their time to, for serious spiritual practice? Right? It, it, you have to spend your whole life, you have to spend half your life is edu- trying to educate yourself in order to get a, to make a, jo- to get a job. The rest of it is working and looking for work in order to pay for your family, support yourself. The whole struggle, right? How much time is left for meditation, for austerities, to go off to the jungle, the things that we see, the, the, one, the rishis whose pictures we put on our shrines and worship and follow. We, how can we do what they, what, they, what they did? It seems to be almost impossible, right? So all these texts and all, this, all the Puranas, all the scriptures and all the saints of this age say that in this age, the easiest way is to chant and, and meditate and sing God's name, right? And so, in in uh, uh, so these are some of the negative qualities of the age. There's a, bu- a verse at the very end. This is a verse in the beginning of Bhagavatam, a verse towards of almost the very end in the twelfth skanda, uh, chapter three, verse fifty one. dosha nidhi rajan. In this kali age, there are many faults. Dosha. There's many faults. That we know. We don't have to. I don't have to convince you of the faults of uh, the, the drawbacks of the time. Ashtihi eko mahan gunaha. But there is one really good quality in this age. There's many bad qualities, but in this age there's one mahan guna, one great quality. Actually, so much so, one of our great uh, mentors, uh, Guru Swami Chidananda, 
He says, actually, we should be so thankful we're born in Kali Yuga. We usually think, oh, my bad karma is maybe born in Kali Yuga. Oh, it's a great good fortune to be born in Kali Yuga. Because there's one good quality, there's many bad qualities, but there's one great quality. Right? Kirtana Eva Krishnaya. Simply by, only by singing Krishna's name, Kirtana, singing Krishna. Mukta Sangha. One becomes liberated from all attachments. One becomes free, right? Param Vrajet. Uh, uh, vrajet and one attains that supreme destination. Right, that's our one goal. So we have a great, it's not only a great, this is the best possible quality. Our goal is to become free, liberated, and to attain the supreme abode. Right? And saying in this age, simply by chanting God's name, one becomes free from all attachments and attains the supreme abode. Right? So this is a very good quality. So with that, it, uh, so this is a, the Bhagavatam is a is a, a great universal text, but it's written from a by by the Vaishnava community for the Vaishnava community. So it says chanting Krishna's name, right? And equivalent verses are there in, in Ramayana, and uh, that chanting Ram's name helps overcome the qualities of Kali Yuga. In Markandeya Purana, it says that chanting Durga, Ma Durga's name, this ocean of Kali Yuga is crossed. In the hundred names of Ganesha, it says by chant, one of his names is you by meditating upon whom the age of Kali, the, the negative qualities of the age of Kali are overcome. Right in the uh, in the Anarda Purana, it says by chanting uh, uh, um, by 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 chanting the name of Dattatreya, one crosses over the uh, the, the difficult. Uh, uh, desert of Kali Yuga, something like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing like that. So, whatever the tradition, it's chanting God's name. It's not like, oh, in Kali Yuga, you shouldn't worship Kali, you should only worship Krishna. Or, or that's not what's meant. That's, uh, it could be taken from this. Oh, it says only Krishna's name, right? That's what it says here, but other texts say the same thing according to their orientation, right? That in this age, whatever the, the, uh, it's God's name has a particular potency, certain quality. And so, Lord Chaitanya, which is, if we were to think of who really uh, uh, popularized uh, uh, the chanting of the Nihon, Lord Chaitanya was a very important person. Many others in, 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 in India and in history have propagated this chanting. In South India, in Gujarat, in Maharashtra, many great saints. Uh, but Lord Chaitanya, is, as, of course, his... Uh, lineage, uh, like for instance the Hare Krishna, the Iskand, have very much popularized chanting with the uh, the uh, 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 almost proselytizing spirit of Lord Chaitanya to spread this, this chanting of the Holy Name. So, he's very important. And Sri, and, and Sri Ramakrishna also taught that in Kali Yuga the chanting of the devotion and chanting the Holy Name is the easiest, most appropriate method. And he told people to study the life of Lord Chaitanya. And to understand Sri Ramakrishna, you also have to understand the mood of the Chaitanya tradition. These verses, these ideas are were, were in his, these are the background for so many things that he said. So this verse, verse of the, of the Krishna uh, uh, Sri uh, Shashtakam, the eight verses of instruction, uh, it, it, uh, it ends with Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. So that's the, 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 it comes at the end of a long verse, but I have to start that first because in English we we put the subject closer to the beginning so you know what you, what you're talking about. The topic is is Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, the chanting of Krishna's name, Kirtanam, and Sankirtanam. Sun means together in union, uh, jointly, right? So Sankirtanam, the obvious meaning means congregationally, like we're doing this type of kirtan, right? It means we sing together, or I sing, you listen, you sing, I listen. 
this way of, of, of singing together and jointly. Right? Dansankirtan. Sankirtan also means with full attention, with all things together, or it also means all the time. These meanings that the different ways to, but the obvious meaning, the primary meaning is group singing. Right? And and and, and Sri Chaitanya popularized this and propagated this and, and preached this, but he also taught people to, to do job, to chant, meditate. Uh, individually on the same uh, uh, to do japam of kirtan to or do japam of the holy name to sing the holy name to sing the holy name together as well as to meditate in 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 in, in japa and meditation on the upon, upon the holy name so this sri krishna sankirtanam is not just means chanting together it means the tradition of chanting that whole science of chanting both singing out loud as well as meditation in japam vijayate Means means victory to or glory to. It means may it be victorious, or it brings all victory. It's very hard to give uh, a full translation. Vijayati uh, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. Why is why is it so glorious? Why is it so? Vijayati means supreme victory. Sri Krishna Sankirtanam gives supreme victory. Why? Right. So then he starts. This is the one that, that I told you what the word that's been in my, my mind the whole week that made me want to talk about this verse. Cheto Darpana. Right? Cheto Darpana, Darpana Marjanam. This line has been in my head. Cheto means consciousness, like Chaitanya, right? And, and Cheto means mind by extraction. The root is Chaitan. And it also means heart. Right, you see when Swami Chaitanya speaks, so he says when he, he quotes Sri Ramakrishna that your speech and your mind must be he goes, your, your, your speech and your, and your thoughts must be in you together. He doesn't go speech and his thoughts. We have a different, that the, the idea that the mind is really in the heart. You're, you're here, not here. This is just a, a structured instrument. But we're, we're a little bit uh, brainy in our culture, so we think we're here. <laughs> but actually the mind is considered, you know, so it's, it's, cheto means heart, it means mind, comes from consciousness. Cheto dharpana. Dharpana means reflection or mirror, right? And marjanam, marjanam means to cleanse. So the first thing that why the Sri Krishna Sankirtan chanting the holy name brings victory is because brings what's victory helps us all. Victory, according to that verse I, I said earlier, gives full liberation from attachment and attainment of the supreme goal, the supreme abode. Right. So what is that victory? First, by cleansing the mirror of the mind, the mirror of the heart, the mirror of, of our consciousness, and uh, uh, so. That's a beautiful uh, 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 image. And for many years, I've, I've meditated on these verses most of my life. I first heard the translation of this at the Ramakrishna Monastery here in Tribuco. Before their evening talks on Sunday, they, the monks would, would please join us in our prayer. And they say it in English, Swami Prabhupada's translation. Chant the name of the Lord and His glories unceasingly, that the mirror of the heart may be wiped clean. That's the line, right? So I've heard this from the very beginning. Chant the name, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, unceasingly, that the mirror of the heart may be wiped clean. Right? So I thought about the, what is the mirror of the heart wiped clean? I always thought that if in a dirty mirror you can't see the reflection, you can't, uh, uh, things, uh, you can't see properly. When you clean a mirror, then you can see a reflection. And listening to one talk of uh, Swami, uh, Radhana Swami, he gave a talk on quoting this line, and it he gave a different uh, way I never I hadn't thought about it. When you have a dirty mirror and you look at your face in a dirty mirror, right? One thing, if the mirror is dirty, you can't see anything. So you have to clean it to see. But that's, not, that's my old interpretation. But his, his point is, if you look in the dirty mirror, you see your reflection. But you see it dirty. And you see, oh, I'm dirty. 
right? Or you look, you look at the reflection of the world in that mirror. And because a mirror is dirty, what do you see? A dirty world, right? So it's like if you clean the mirror, then you see who you act, what you actually look like, what the, what the world actually is. It's very different. That I, many years I had misunderstood this verse, right? He gave, that, uh, he gave this talk, I saw it on YouTube, on, uh, uh, at Shivananda Ashram. Because he, many years ago, he, he met Swami Chidananda, and Swami Chidananda asked him to speak, speak asked, what should I speak on? Speak on this verse. It says, Swami Chidananda said, these are my favorite verses, one of these verses coming up. Right? And so many years later, he went back and they asked him to speak, so he spoke on that same verse he spoke by Swami Chidananda. So in there I'm remembering Cheto Dharapana. So, so that's our problem is that it's not that we don't, our instruments are unclean, therefore we can't see. Is we can see, but we're not. We're seeing a dirty. We're we're not seeing what's actually there, because a mirror is dirty. We don't see what's actually there. We sometimes think, okay, what is this? Like, what is this world? What do we see? And we look in the world. What do we see? We see what's this world? Well, we say, oh, it's Maya, right? This world's illusion. This world is unreal. This world. I mean, we can give we can give our list like that. We're taught like way. We should think this way. And we think, or we look at ourselves, we're, we're also, I mean, in Christianity, we're sinners. We're, we're, we're egotistical, we're fallen, we're bound, right? We, so we're, we look at ourselves, we see this, we look at the, what's this world? It's, it's, it's maya, it's unreal, it's illusion, right? It's, uh, how do you think? But this Vedanta actually says, it says, okay, in the beginning stage you can think like that, as a, as a method of meditation, but this world is Brahman. So there's only Brahman. So when you open your eyes and you see this world, what are you actually seeing? You're only seeing Brahman. When you look at yourself, what are you seeing? Aham, also Brahman, right? In uh, in the um, uh, 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 in the Chandi, what does Ma say? I'm the only one here. What's the line? Translates as. Who else is there besides me? Me in this world. I'm the only one here. So she, Ma herself says, "Who else is here in this world? Only me." Right. So when we're looking at the world, we're actually looking at her. We look in. We look at ourselves, which she's also the only one here. But we see, we see a dirty world full of illusion and imperfection. We look at ourselves, we see imperfect, imperfect, flawed, bound beings. Right. This is because we're our mirror, our mind and heart have become covered with dust, and the dust is from ages and ages of uh, uh, karmic uh, residue. Of selfish behavior and then and incorrect behavior and incorrect thinking that creates, distor- becomes more and more dirty, more and more distorted. So the first thing that Sank- this uh, Lord Chaitanya says, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, what are the two? Chaito Darpana Marjanam. It cleans, washes the mirror of the heart. So our Guruji Swami Omananda, he says that the only real, the real actual purpose of all sadhana is Chaitan, is a Manas Shuddhi, is to purify the mind. Right, because because that what else needs to be done? You don't doesn't it, you don't need to attain God. God's already the only reality. You don't have to invoke God; He's already here. Right? You don't have to realize this. I mean, it's already. What do you have to do? You have to purify the mind. Our uh, Swami Vishuddhananda says the mind and God's the only ever-present reality, but the body and mind are seem to be in the way. So what do we do in yoga? We purify the mind. We purify the body. We purify the mind. That's, that's yoga and meditation. Purification of the body, purifier of the mind. Purify, another way of saying, of purifying the mirror. When the mind and body are purified, then that which is the reality can be seen. Right? So uh, the purpose of sadhana is manas shuddhi, purification of the mind. Holy Mother also said, 
he says that may your body, a beautiful line, and, uh, she says, may your body and mind become pure by repeating the holy name of God. Right? A simple thing. <coughs> you see when, you, when you say the mantra, when you say any, actually any sound creates a vibration. And vi really this whole world is only vibration. Our body is only made of vibration. Our mind is only vibration. The whole world we see is only vibration. So you can, ch how do you change? How do you change things through vibration? So very simple. We'll give. A, this is our experiment. Put, everybody, put your hand on your heart. You can say, "Go, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah." You can feel the vibration. You know, when you chant, immediately you see. You, you don't even realize when you chant, your whole body is vibrating to that mantra. Right? It's amazing. You know, we chant. We we some idea of vibration. We, literally, because we don't do it, we're not noticing. When you say something, your whole body vibrates that. Right. If you listen to something also, but especially if you yourself say with your own voice, your whole system vibrates it. So if it's a divine, a divine, a divine vibration, your whole system will slowly take on that vibration. No, like that. And then the mind is much made a very subtle. The uh, chitta is made a very subtle matter, energetic patterns. Right. So by thinking, by saying out loud mantras and singing mantras, your body and nervous system change, vibrate to that pattern. And by thinking. In japa, by internalizing the mantra, your whole your mind vibrates and changes. Cheto darpana marjanam the the mind the mirror of the mind or the mirror of the heart is cleansed. Bhava maha davagni nirva nirvapanam. Here bhava the word bhava here means like worldly our worldly consciousness bhava. Dava, dava Agni means uh, Agni means fire, a forest fire, right? So we actually not only our mind and our hearts are in a little bit covered by dust, right? But we have, as a result, we seem to be in a burning fire, right? Our material desires have caused us to be in a, in a burning seems to be a, a burning fire of of desire, right? Nirvarpanam, Nirvapanam. It is extinguished. This holy name, by chanting, by singing and chanting, the f the the fire of worldly desire, fire of world, how, how, however you want to describe it, um, uh, is is extinguished. Right. So in the Pravananda's uh, translation, chant the holy name, chant the name of the Lord is glorious unceasingly, that the mirror of the heart may be clean and quench that mighty forest fire, worldly lust, raging furiously within. He gives it more poetically. But just a very few words. Maha Davagni Niva Panam. Right. Just that this is just these two points, right? The mirror of the heart and then the four the and what why how is this how is it done? <coughs> Actually the uh, the desire is not a negative thing, right? We have a the the nature of the soul actually. This is Vedanta has a slightly different perspective, but from the Bhakti tradition, in the Bhagavad tradition, the soul nature is to want the highest thing. It wants. It's our nature is to want bliss. We're bliss seeking. We're even in psychology, we're pleasure seeking animals or something. We even use that term, right? Right, there's some we want actual bliss. I, my Guruji used to say that we want what do we not what type of bliss we want? We want permanent happiness. 
We want uh, unlimited happiness, right? But what happens? We seek it in impermanent objects and in limited objects, right? So I still hear my Guruji's words saying, if you seek an impermanent, if you seek permanent value from an impermanent source, you will be frustrated. If you seek uh, 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 absolute or infinite value from a finite source, you're bound to be frustrated. And frustrated we are. This is the nature of the forest. So we, we're constantly seeking but never finding. So we get one thing, which we seek for happiness, we seek for pleasure. It's natural, the most natural, exactly. Our desire to seek for pleasure is not a bad thing, it's a divine thing. People say, oh, that person is very lustful, it's a bad thing. No, that person has, he's awakened his the desire for, for happiness, right? He's just not getting it in a good place, in a place from which he or she will find it, right? So, uh, 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 so our, our frustrated desire, it seems to be, we seem to all to be burning because we're looking for, we're trying to become satisfied in sources and in ways that will never satisfy us. It seems to be, if we're, it's like a, an unending burning forest fire. But by awakening our, but by, so, we can desire anything, but it, here in Kirtan, we're, th- we're trying to at least, trying to focus on God through the Holy Name. In Japam, we're trying to focus on God and the Holy Name. We're trying, what are we trying to do again? Nam Ruchi, we're trying to get some pleasure, some taste, right? And we get some taste and pleasure. Maybe not the full yet, because we're, we're, st- we're still in works in progress, right? But uh, 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 it's the, uh, in Srila Prabhupada's translation, he says we're, so the, he, in this line, he says something like, they're looking for the, the nectar from which we're always hankering. He uses the term, we're actually always looking for this pleasure. In Kirtan, we can know where that pleasure lies. And that, just that beginning, that, that uh, focus on God and the actual satisfying of the heart's real yearning, it seems that the, the simultaneous awakening of our desire for God seems to be the putting out of our material material uh, agitation and consciousness, simultaneous. Nirvapaham. Cheto dharpana marajanam bhava maha davagni nirvapaham. Shreyas kairava chandrika vitaranam. Shreyas. Shreyas means... Um, Shreyas and prayas. Shreyas means uh, very benevolent, good, auspicious. Uh, maybe that you have a translation. Shreyas, uh, fortune. Very fortunate, right? That holy name. It is. It cleanses the fire. It cleanses the mirror of the heart. It puts out the fire of worldly desire, the burning forest fire, of worldly desire, and. Uh, Kairava Chandrika. It is like uh, 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 um, it is like uh, Chandrika Varatitam. It is like moonlight, an auspicious, fortunate moonlight, shining on the white lotus of the heart of the soul. Right. So this is also it's, it means it's just spreading, just auspicious, like on a full on, on a beautiful. A couple nights ago, you saw how beautiful Purnima was, right? How beautiful and cooling, and gentle the moonlight was, right? So just like the the, the uh, just like on a white on a beautiful white lotus, when that be- that that auspicious light of the moon shines, just shining benediction. You are the ben. I think Prabhupada gives. I don't have his translation in front of me, but it says you are the benediction moon, uh, shining on the soul, something like that. Prabhupada says, uh, 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 what's what's the. 
O name stream down on, like moonlight on the lotus heart, opening us cup to knowledge of thyself, right? So it shines cooling influence, the holy name, on, on the white lotus of the heart. Vidya Vadu Jivanam. Vidya, Vidya. What is this? Uh, uh, um, uh, this beautiful like. What does it do? It gives. It's Vidya. Gives knowledge, right? Vadu Jivanam. Jivanam means it's our and our. It, it illuminates the, the our life, our soul, our our prana, our being, with us with this uh, knowledge. It brings light of our own. It gives a knowledge of our own self. O cup, oh, uh, so uh, Prabhupada says, uh, stream down a mula and lotus heart, opening its cup to knowledge of thyself. Right? So it's t- to ourself. We, we, the, we get our who we really are. Our real self knowledge comes from this chanting of the holy name. Alright, is it? An- anandam buddhi vardhanam. Ananda. Ananda means bliss. Ambudi. Ambudi means ocean. And Vardhana means it increases. So another quality is that this ocean of bliss is ever by chanting, by meditation, the holy name increases, widens, expands, floods the ocean of bliss. Pratipadam. Here means at it with every step. So what every step means, when you take every, with every advancement, the ocean of bliss is increased and increased and increased. We get a little bit, maybe we have a little bit of taste of the joy of chanting, either in meditation or in kirtan, right? But if we were to go a step further, that ocean of taste would expand exponentially, like an ocean, bigger and bigger and bigger. Purna amrita pratipara Purna amrita ashvadhanam Purna amrita Purna means full, amrita means nectar, right? This blissful ocean that increases at every stick, every st- every step, gives full, and then uh, avadana means you get full relish, full taste of this nectar, more and more, right? As the more we advance with every step, nectar bliss increases, and our ability to taste this joy increases. Right? This is one of the great benefits because sometimes in if we're certain forms of meditation. Foot just cramped. First, uh, second. There it is. <laughs> the physical body. This is Kali Yuga body. No, it's a, it's a foot. How do you. <coughs> it's every step. <laughs> foot cramps. Okay, it's back. <laughs> this is the nature of a Kali Yuga body. Thank God for the holy name that. <laughs> That my foot, the quality of my foot, doesn't not going to depend on my meditation. Um, uh, uh, uh. So that was every step. the The taste for it gets more. The nectar, nectar means you relish it, right? Gets more. The taste of that bliss gets more and more. That's the thing. If you say like we ch- we're chanting the holy name, we get year after year. You're you're by experience. Even if we're not doing, maybe not so pure. Maybe we're not so. Our kirtan, our meditation is not so perfect, but still we get some. We're getting benefit, and, we're, and as you progress, you see, year after year, you're getting more and more tastes. Otherwise, you wouldn't continue. That's the thing, right? But in other things, you taste it. If you if you if you taste something you've already tasted, the taste goes away. We have this term chewing the chewed or chewing the cud or 
right? It's like, you know, you, uh, Srila Prabhupada used to say, chant, say Coca-Cola, 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 Coca-Cola. Saying Coca-Cola doesn't satisfy your thirst, right? And you get, and even though a few times, oh, Coca-Cola, you get excited. But eventually, an hour of checking Cola, you become disgusted with that word. Boring. What is a stupid thing, right? But you say Krishna, Krishna, Ma, Ma, Kali, Shiva, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. What happens? You know, it doesn't get tiring, right? And and it and it increases bit by bit, or more, by step by step, more and more taste, more and more pleasure comes. Uh, where are we here? Sarvatma snapaham. Sarvatma snapaham param. Sarva atma. Sarva means all or every. Atma means being or self, right? So to everyone, or completely for us, so everyone, it is, snapanam means bath, right? Uh, 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 param. It is a supreme bath for everybody. Or it's a complete bath, is what you can say. I think uh, it is a bath, Pravananda says, a bath for, a bath for weary, weary souls, right? So it, pure, so that's, it, so it purifies uh, the mirror of the heart, puts out the forest fire, shines like moonlight on the lotus-like heart, right? Uh, 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 brings knowledge of, of, uh, of the self, increases the ocean of bliss at every step, and uh, 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 um, uh, uh, gives the full taste of this nectar and is a complete bath, right? Refreshing bath for a weary traveler. Right. So beautiful, these verses, this verse. And then it says, Vijayate, victory to that, that supreme victory, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, the chanting of Krishna's name. Right. One verse, how much is there? Right. Why is chanting beneficial? He's giving in this line. Why is beneficial? Uh, um. So actually, I, I only wanted to chant, a, do a few verses, maybe two or maybe maybe three verses of these eight. We can continue in another time also. But this next verse, verse two says, gives some hint of why that is. Why simply by saying God's name, unlike other words, unlike other names, what, why, so mu- why so much influence? Why taking Coca-Cola doesn't have the same effect, right? And even saying other, thinking other divine things. You can think of God, you can say different prayers, you can recite scriptures. It's not the same as saying God's name. God's name has a very special potency, special potency, right? So he says, "Namnam uh, akari bahura nija sarva shaktihi namam that holy name akari akari means you've manifested that name is manifested in bahura in many forms." So in other words, saying there's you have unlimited names, so many different names, right? And so. Uh, a worshipper of Krishna will say, "Oh, just see, he has his name Krishna. It's Govinda, Madhava, Rama. You know, all different names like that." Uh, a Shiva devotee would see this verse. Oh, you see, you know, you, you, we take a more universal perspective that this Bahura means unlimited in each and every name, in every name, every divine name. Your power is there. So Nija Sarva Shaktihi. Nija means own, Sarva all, Shakti power, right? Shakti Tatra Arpita. In that, Tatra means in that, Arpita, uh, 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 you have 
put, your bestowed. So in each and every of these unlimited divine names, or, or uh, uh, infinite amount of uh, many different names, you've put sarva shakti, all power, and each you've infused each name with power. Right? Swami Shivananda says there's a, a, a unlimited potency in the, in the name of in, in the name of God. Our Guru just quotes the same thing. There's unlimited power. There's un, undreamt of power in the holy name. You say a name. There's more than we can imagine. Lord Chaitanya says in one place to say Krishna two syllables destroys more sins than are possible to commit. Right. So that's uh, how much power is. I'm weak, and I, I you know. It's, uh, we can commit if we try quite, quite a bit. So, but but then he says, we say Krishna, 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 and not much has changed, right? <laughs> right. It's not the fault of the name. We're not saying properly, right? The name, if said properly, one is enough. You say Krishna, all sins, every imaginable sin, can be destroyed with one full repetition of the holy name. But it's not easy. To say properly, it's called uh, Shudanam, the pure chanting of the holy name. There's stages to get there. But uh, uh, so, anyways, all infinite power, all of the Lord's direct personal power, He put into. Actually, uh, 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 uh. Nija means His own. His own. He's put Himself fully in the name. So we have in, in the Bhakti tradition, it says Nama and Nami. The named and the name are considered the same. Right. Uh, usually, the name I, I can I can say the word table is, and it refer it points to the table. It's not the, the word table isn't the table. Right. It it's it it it's helps us maybe think of a table, but it's not the table. Where the name of God helps us think of God, but it's actually God. What's that? This isn't a pipe. Yeah. Oh, the, the, what, who's who's the author? Who's the painter? Magritte. Magritte has that one. Maybe you've seen. There's one painting of a pipe. And it says he put this is not a pipe. I go like how does of course it's a pipe. It's a pipe because it's not. What is it? It's a painting of a pipe. <laughs> a pipe and a painting of a pipe are not the same thing. Actually, they're very different. Actually, besides a superficial two-dimensional shape, it has nothing like a pipe. You can't put smoke. You can't put tobacco in. If you light, you can't light it on fire. You know, it's like <laughs> it has no quality of a pipe except the most superficial look. That's what generally pictures, images, names, words have only the most superficial relation to what they are. But here it's saying that the name is God. God's put Himself, all of His power, all Her power, all Her shakti, sarva shakti, all Her powers, all His powers, infinite power in in, in the name. Right. This is a great mystery. Actually, in in the the, the saints like to eulogize the holy name in. Tulsidas, he says, oh, uh, he's saying, oh, Ram, not only is Ram's name and Ram's name, actually Ram's name is big, better than Ram. They tried to show like that, because what did Ram do? Ram did some great things. Like, for instance, he jumped over, he built a bridge across the ocean. to save. But how many people have crossed the ocean of samsara chanting God, Ram's name? Right? Ra- Ram, he killed Ravana. That's a big thing, right? But Ram's name is killed on limited demons. All demonic qualities in the heart are removed by Ram's name, right? So in the, in the saints even utilize the name is even better than God, right? We, it's a way of devotional uh, discussion. There's one scene, Swami Shivananda points it up. It's also in Ramayana that one time uh, Hanum, let's see, Ram's guru is Vishishta, and Hanuman's guru is Vishwamitra. Right in, in in the story, right, and so Ram tells Hanuman, when Vashishta comes in, don't stand up, don't bow, 
Dude, how can I not do this? No, no, you, you, he has to because he's God. He says, Ram, Hanuman will always listen to, to Ram's instruction, right? Vishnu comes in and, and, and Hanuman doesn't get up or doesn't respect properly. What type of behavior this is? And monkey, these monkeys, they don't know how to behave properly, right? So then he tells, he tells uh, uh, Ram, you, sh- you should kill this monkey. You, dis- you disrespected your guru, right? Ram, uh, 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 Vishwamitra told Hanuman not to get up. Sorry, the story had to get it right. And so, what could Ram do? He didn't want. He, Ram does not want to kill on his dearest devotee, Hanuman, right? But he has to obey his guru, right? There must be some wisdom in the guru's words, right? So, he uh, it says that uh, Hanuman stayed waist deep in the river, chanting Om Shri Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram Sri Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram Sri Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram, and Ram. Very great pain in his heart that I have to kill my dearest devotee. At least he's thinking of me at the time of death, you know. And he pulls his ring and he comes and bounces right off Hanuman. And another arrow. So and, and, and Ram has many divine weapons that can destroy universes, right? She has Shiva's bow and all these type of things, right? Uh, divine, very divine weapons he he has in his possession, right? The Brahmastras that destroy. They can destroy a universe. One bomb destroy a universe, and nothing was happening to Ram. So the point of the story and is is that that Ram's name. Just see how powerful Ram's name. It will protect you even against God's name. Will protect you even against God. If God tries to kill you, God's name will protect you. Now we have to think. What does this mean? But this is a way of utilization of uh, eulogizing, praising, and glorifying Mahimna, glorification of the the importance of the holy name. All right. Uh, so, Namam Akari Bahura. You have unlimited names. You've manifested in so many names. Nija Sarva Shakti. You've put all your powers into it. Niyamitaha. Smarane na kalaha. So this na means not, is, deals with the, the points. Smarana, remembering your name. Niyamita. This niyamas, which means this is yam niyama. Your restrictions, your rules and regulations. For your remembering your name, there's no rules. What can simply remember the name? There's no, there's no regulation, right? Certain in puja, you see, we're doing certain rituals. I have to bathe properly, wear proper cloth, put tilak on certain things. I have to sip water. There's, there's, there's some regulation. And certain types of sadhana, even doing japa sadhana, we should properly sit and like that. But actually, to think of God's name, what's the requirement? There's no, there's no ritual. What's the ritual? You can you can get together and sing. You can just sing to your. You can sing in the shower. You can just think God's name. Right? What's the problem? There's no restriction. And na kalaha. And there's no uh, restriction on time. Right? So, uh, um, Prabhupada's translation: no time, no rights, no times are set. No rights are needful for the chanting of your name. Right? So a, there's no there's no hard and fast rules for time and place, or for regulation rules. Right? So then he takes, uh, Lord Chaitanya takes a very humble position. We should think a little bit like this. Right? This is not his actual state, but he takes on this mood as, a, as, a, as an example of devotion. Eta drishti tava kripa. You, you have unlimited names, you put all your powers in name, and there's no rules for it. You can just chant. Right? Yet, you've put, and you, are, you have put, you, you um, uh, you are so uh, so merciful 
that you've, you've put all your power, you've made chanting so simple, remembering God's name, spiritual life so simple. Bhagavan Mama Api, Bhagavan Mama, oh my Lord, oh my Lord, you've, your mercy, by your mercy you've made everything so simple. Api, but. Right, so we, we all know this, right, but there's still a but. Right. Dur daivam idrisham. Durdarva means misfortune, right? Idrisham, I am so unfortunate. In spite of this, you've so merciful, you put all your power, made it so simple, no rules. Just say, just remember God's name, sing God's name, repeat God's name, and become liberated and attain the divine abode. The mirror of the heart's wiped clean, the forest fire is put out, the, wo- the lotus of the heart is illumined. <laughs> all these qualities, right? Yet, in spite of all this, Iha jani na anugraha. Iha iha means means this means the name. In this name, ajani means to be born. Na anugraha. I have no taste for that has come. In this name, my taste for that hasn't been awakened. Right. So he's taking this humble mood. And we can also see, in spite of all this, I have we don't have that much devotion. Some devotion for the holy name, but not full devotion to the holy name. Right. So what's the cure? Right. Uh, what is the in spite of God's name being so easy to chant and without any regulation, not much regulation, right? And and Lord Chaitanya is saying that just saying God's name once destroys more sins than are possible to dis- to commit. Right. In spite of that, we we don't we don't have much taste, and we don't do, and when we do, still not much taste comes. It's called namaruchi. The taste of the name doesn't come, and that is uh, in in the in the uh, Puranic tradition, the devotional tradition. It says that there's stages of chanting. Right. In the beginning stages, it's called. Okay, I don't have these written down, but I'll have to do it from my memory. If I get these right, if I get them wrong, please forgive me. I'll correct them next time. Uh, uh, the first stage is called nam aparad. Aparad means mistake, offense, crime, right? Uh, uh, blasphemy. You can say almost. You can use strong words like, "Oh, he's aparadi," means a criminal, right? Oh, aparadi means an offender. It's different. You can use a word uh, 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 very harshly or, or more gently. Oh, we're a little bit. You know, a little bit not so perfect. We have aparad. We have some fault, or it could be maha you know, aparadi, right? <laughs> Criminal person, right? What is nam aparad? A crime against the name, right? So the thing is, we it's all divine potencies are there, and God Himself is in the name. Therefore, how you treat the name is very important. If you don't, we, you don't approach such a special thing with full reverence, that becomes a crime, an offense. You, tr- you 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 trespass, right? You know, it's like uh, if I if if I have if I have a, a booth and I'm giving things away for free, and you come and steal the things, it's not the same thing as getting it for free, right? I'm so merciful, I'll give you it. But if you come and stealing it, that's what type of uh, you know? It's not the same thing. You don't get the real thing, right? So namaparad, and so I won't go into those. Those are a whole other talk. But there is traditionally ten or eleven aparad, dasha namaparad. Uh, these are things that come into the mind that makes that are mistakes about chanting. One of the example, one of them is 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 uh, is um, to not have proper respect towards devotees, to uh, think of the holy name as just exaggeration. Uh, to one of the big ones is to commit 
uh, a sin under the cover of the holy name. Which means like, oh, the holy name purifies me of my sins. Therefore, I'll sin. <laughs> and then I'll chant. And I'll be pure. Right? That's an easy thing. It's true. Chanting purifies you of your sins. But if you sin, and on the strength of chanting, what is that doing? That means using the holy name to sin. Right? That could be a very dangerous thing. Right? So that's, uh, that's considered one of the really nasty ones. Right? We do... Uh, 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 so there's many where we'll go into this. So the first, so first stage is Nama Pura. Next stage is Nama Bias. Now Bias means practice, right? So this is Sadhana practice, right? We try. What does it mean? You try to chant purely, avoiding the offenses. Trying to re- to chant and meditate and sing and and worship with a pure heart, without without um, noticing, no, knowing what's mistakes could be there. Trying to avoid and trying to overcome them. And actually the mistakes are overcome by chanting. Right? The mistakes in chanting are overcome by chanting. Right? That's the thing. That's by practice. That's called abhyasa. You overcome... How do you get good at something? You, by practice. Right? This is the, the great secret to success is practice. Right? So similarly, the, the offenses, the, the aparads are overcome by, by conscious, devotional, humble practice. And then the final stage... And then, so that nama Bhyasa is actually many things get cleared, many Im, many illusions in the mind and the heart. That as a as a mirror of the heart gets wiped clean, it, what's wiped clean is also known by the sages. They describe different things that are wiped clean. Uh, we don't have to go into those now. Uh, but the final stage is called Shudanam. Shudanam means pure name, right? In which case every rep, every pronouncement of the holy name is a full revelation of God. All his power, he's directly there. So if you say God's name and see, if you like, it's like, oh, like I saw God. That means you're a saint if you see God, right? But every month there should be I saw God, full revelation and full uh, illumination, right? So that's Shudanam. So slowly, slowly, step. It says by every step, the nectar increases, right? So the third verse in this, I only do three verses. This is considered one of the most important verses. And uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to make a necklace of this and wear it all the time. What does it mean? It means you're always conscious of it. Like I have a very big necklace here I wear all the time. I'm very conscious. It's always with me. So not just repeat it, but to think, really try to live. This verse corrects aparad. This is the easiest way in one idea how to chant continuously. How to purify them. How to chant purely. Trinar api sunichena. Trinad api sunichana. Trinad means grass, right? The type of grass. What's the quality of grass? Grass is very uh, humble, right? Uh, uh, so if you step on grass, it goes down. It can be trampled, right? It, it just goes down. It doesn't doesn't put up a fight. And as soon as you lift up your foot, it just comes up again. That's the nature of the grass. Is a symbol. Oh, it's humble. So it says grass uh, api uh, sunichana. Niche means below, right? So humbler, be lower than grass. So the first thing, this is not easy to do, but how to chant, how to make this Sankirtan fully victorious, Vijayate, first thing is be humbler than grass, or uh, humbler than a blade of grass, right? Uh, uh, that is not an easy thing. Humbler than a blade of grass. Tarur api sahishnuna tan Taroho means a tree, right? And uh, Sahishnuna become more 
more tolerant than a tree. What's a trees are these are symbolic. A grass is symbol of of, of, of humility. It lowers than a straw on the, on the street, a blade of grass, and more patient and tolerant like a tree. A tree simply is there. Slowly, it has its day, and, and rain comes, it tolerates. Right? Its sun comes, it tolerates. Wind comes, it tolerates. Right? It does, it's, it's, it's a symbol of that tolerance. Why, how can it do so? It has deep roots. Right? It's secure. It's firm. And therefore, it can tolerate anything. Right, so it says, be humbler than a blade of grass, more lower than grass, and stronger, more tolerant, more fixed than a tree. So this is sometimes we think, oh, sometimes humility seems to be weakness. It's not be humbler, but strong. Right, humility, I mean, when you asked Swami Gyanananda about, what was the line? How do you cultivate, how do you cultivate humility? while maintaining strength. Yeah. So humility is strength. <laughs> that's ultimately, that's another thing. You have deep roots. It comes from the, but a tree without deep roots will not be tolerant. One wind knocks right over, right? I mean, so by your own spiritual life, you become deep, right? And, and tolerant. Tolerant, you, you, uh, you can adjust. Swami Shivananda says, adapt, adjust, accommodate. This is the highest sadhana. Swami Shivananda writes. Right, so uh, Holy Mother said, according to place, adjust, according to person, adjust, according to situation, adjust, adapt, right, uh, because that's also being tolerant. You can, whatever happens, you can tolerate, right? Don't insist, right? So, humbler than a blade of grass, patient for bearing like the tree, right? Amanina mana dhena. This mani here has a mean like self-aggrandizement. Right, it has an egotistical feeling to it, the root of it. Amanina madanena. Am amanina means without pride. Right? So uh, don't expect people to glorify you. Manina means to be self glorified. A better way to say is self glorification. Right? Don't expect always to be glorified. Right? And manina amanina, don't be don't be don't be glorified. And manina dena and give glorification. Give so give honor. Don't expect to be honored. Instead, give honor. Right? These are very big. Th these are easy things to say, but not easy things to do. Humbler than a blade of grass, patient like a tree. Take no. Expect no honor. Take no honor for yourself, and give honor. And give honor it means to all. Right? To give honor to all. Right? Uh, um, that is very. And so you could see we 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 we. Uh, 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 Holy Mother said, uh, if you want peace of mind on her deathbed, she said, if you want peace of mind, don't find fault with others. Right? Then she's, but it's not that pe people don't have faults. She didn't say there's nobody has any faults. We, everyone has faults. Right? When, then she said, don't find fault. Instead, learn to see your own faults. Right? And so the fact that everybody else has, somebody else may have very big faults, right? you thinking about them does not remove your faults. That's the thing, right? You thinking about your faults helps you overcome, right? But thinking about other people's faults doesn't help you overcome anything. Not only that, it pollutes the mind. It, it, it goes against giving honor to all and, you know, simply pointing out how other people are wrong, what they're doing wrong. They're, people are doing wrong. That's okay, right? You tolerate, be humbler, don't make a big deal about it. Let, it. let it be, right? But you don't do wrong. 
That's the thing. Pointing out how other people are doing wrong doesn't have much value. It's hard not to do. We see the nature is like that. We see people doing wrong, and we never see ourselves doing wrong. That's one of the. Th- that's the thing, right? We only see other people's faults. We never see our own faults, right? But this is the exact opposite. It has to be cultivated, right? To see our own faults, or to or not ex- at least not to expect to be the center of everything, and to give everybody respect. And so even because this is about chanting, in chanting this happens. What do we do? We do call response chanting. What do we do? First, you you uh, 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 you when somebody sings, you listen, right? What is that doing? Giving full attention, full respect to the person chanting, right, right, and not pushing yourself forward, right. And when it's time for your part, you sing, and then they also listen, right. Back and forth, this happens very nicely, you know. So even that, this all can be done even in in, in the kirtan itself, of, of not not pushing yourself forward. And and always giving give everybody proper respect. It's all about respect. Kirtaniya sadahari. Kirtaniya. Kirtan means chanting. In this way, sadahari always do kirtan. Always sing Hari's name, God's name. So this verse can be interpreted several different ways, and people have translated it. In different ways, it says, "In uh, chanting, or is it a uh, uh, be humble as a blade of grass, be patient for bearing like the tree, take no honor for thyself, give honor to all, and chant unceasingly the name of the Lord." So it means do this and chant, right? Doing this, be humble, be tolerant, don't expect honor, and give everybody honor. In such a state, no, the and chant. That's the secret, right? This corrects the, in, the internal mistakes and enchant, right? But it also, another meaning is, by doing this, one can chant sada, kirtana sada all the time. Why can we not chant all the time? Right? It's not easy to think of God 24 hours a day, at all times. Right? Here this mantra says, all the sada kirtana, kirtana sada hari, all the time sing, sing God's name. Sing, say God's name, sing God's name, meditate upon God's name. This is only possible if we develop these qualities. Right. So this is actually uh, 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 so this this is a line that that Tejana said to wear as a necklace. That means you should always be conscious of this. Twenty four hours a day, you should think. This is like the perfect behavior. This is the ultimate uh, dharma of a bhakta, right? Be humbler, uh, be patient, like uh, humbler than a blade of grass, patient like a tree. Give, expect no honor, take no honor for thyself. Give honor to all, and in such a state of mind, chant the state. In such a state. Uh, chant all the time, continuously, the name of the Lord. And I want to jump the Sri Ramakrishna and the Katamrita. And when M, after M's, uh, uh, if everybody knows the first couple meetings of M with Sri Ramakrishna, there was a uh, scene where uh, Sri Ramakrishna uh, smashed his ego. Right, he was arguing, he was a little bit, so there was some important scene, that there was some back and forth that very much uh, uh, humbled uh, uh, M and, and established Sri Ramakrishna's relationship with him. And so then Sri M, Master Mahasaya, then asks, not an argumentative or curiosity question, but a very serious question to somebody who now knows, he fears he realized, is it's true, I know nothing of God. Right, he knows something. I know nothing. Now he asked him with that knowledge. He asks, "What is the way for us? How do we realize God?" So M says, "How does one draw the mind to God?" Sri Ramakrishna says, 
one has always to sing one has to always sing the names and glories of God Sri Ramakrishna is also first oh, primary teaching how to draw the mind towards God sing God's names and glories his nama and guna right uh, that's the same uh, uh, same message and he says and holy company right actually in the Bengali it's uh, bolded right am always bolded to make it we don't cause we don't we're not there we don't we don't know what how it was said so all, not everything in a conversation I says you know I say oh everybody should, I chant God's name mm-hmm. right so you know like uh, that this is an important part of the I'm emphasizing something how do you know that in a conversation so M in order to show that this is an important part of what's being said this is central he'd I, he'd bold it right it says one has to always sing the names of God and holy company Right, man's also has to cultivate holy. He gives other things also, but these are the most important things, because without holy company, practically speaking, you won't think of God. That's the unfortunate fact, right? We can actually thinking of God is sufficient, but without holy company, who, how will you think of God, right? It's actually because of the company of the holy that thought that talk of God is even possible, practically speaking. And without talk of God, then the mind will not be purified, the mirror of the heart will not be cleaned, right? And the forest fire will not be put out. And the moonlight <laughs> will not shine on the lotus heart. <laughs> like that, right? So holy company is very, very important. Sri Ramakrishna says that uh, um, that 24 hours a day we're thinking we're in we're in, this is we're in some we're in samsara. And we're thinking worldly thoughts, right? And we're in worldly company. We're in, in domestic life and business life and just entertainment life. The thoughts are always on these things, right? And that's okay. We have to. We, this is our karma. It's our dharma and our dharma. We have to do our duty, and we have to live our karma. We have to live our life, right? But constantly thinking of the world, how will the mind realize God? So we have to somehow, in holy company, time to go into solitude, time to time, with, and gather in kirtan and singing and japa, uh, and let the mind think of, and become purified this way. Uh, the company becomes holy, like, singing, you know, that's also true. Yes, actually, now I was uh, the, like I was, I was listening to one talk on YouTube, one Vedantic sannyasi, forget his name, giving a very high level talk, way above my understanding uh, 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 on, on, on uh, some teachings of Shankara. And the opening talk, he he says, "Oh, I'm very happy. We're all the mukshus here. These are uh, spiritual people. I'm very happy to meet m- mukshus." Uh, spiritual, he says, I'm not so happy when I meet samsaris. Samsari means worldly people, right? He says, but actually, he says, I'm also samsari. I also have worldly, my worldly life. Even a sannyasi, right? He's traveling, he's doing this. He has business. He has so many things he has to do with. He says, he says, and actually, all of you, all of you are actually in one sense samsaris. You all have jobs and families. The people listening, he's the only sannyasi in the group, right? He says, but actually, if samsaris we join as worldly people and we talk worldly things, that's okay. But there'll be no spiritual benefit. The mind won't be raised. Talking about our, our material life won't raise our mind. But when we have these type of gathering, we talk some spiritual thing. Then some benefit comes, right? So that's that's the thing. By by, if holy people gather and talk worldly things, that's not holy company, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? If you gather and and chant God's name and talk about divine things and encourage each other and just like that, that's that's satsang. That is. Uh, 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 like you can read, you can say Swami Thakur is Bengali. You can. Thakur. Vishwar Nam Gunagan Shwalboda Korte Hoy. Or Shotsang. Yeah. Vishwar 
Ishwaranam, actually the Lord's name. And actually we see so many times Thakur by Ishwara. He's not being specific. Sometimes it's Ram, sometimes it's Hari, sometimes it's Bhagavan, sometimes it's Kali, sometimes it's Allah. He uses, Ishwara simply means God. Universal, by saying God's name. And he says, always. Right? Or, Kirtana Sada Hari. It's Sada. We can't always do, why can't we do always? Why can we not always think of God? Because we, our attitude, if we correct our attitude, Humble, tolerant, giving honor, not expecting honor, and then we can uh, make some, get some namruchi. We get cause that, that that verse before it says, "In spite of all this, I am so unfortunate that I don't have taste, and the, the taste for this name has not come." But how to get taste? He gives in the next verse by developing this humble attitude and worshipful attitude. Then when we say, we'll get some taste. When we get that taste, the ocean of nectar will increase step by stage by step by step and all those divine qualities of putting out the forest fire and purifying the mind and the purified mind and heart we always say when the, the, the sadhana is to purify the mind and heart in the purified mind and heart devotion automatically arises we don't need to like I can't tell you love God that's not we can't like, make yourself love anybody right but if by when the, the dirt is removed from the mind and heart, love awakens. Sri Ramakrishna said, "The nature of a, of 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 a, of a the needle in a, in, a, in a in a compass is to point towards north or to point towards a magnet. You put in a magnet, and it will always point towards it, right? But if it's corroded with dirt, you matter. You can put the, the magnet right next to it, and it won't point toward it because it's it's corroded, right? But if you wash the dirt off, what happens? Immediately, the the mirror goes towards the magnet." So it's like that. Our, our devotions are ready there. We don't have to get devotion. We have to purify the mind and heart. And by chanting with a proper attitude, the mind and heart are purified. And automatically devotion comes. And what happens? In devotion, the Lord stands self-revealed. To the lover of God, God is seen at all times. right? Because then we see in the mirror clearly. We see our reflection clearly. We see the world reflection clearly. Sri Ramakrishna said, this world is only the expression of the Divine Mother. right? And if you see, and you see like, uh, 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 the, the, uh, there's one song where Sri Ramakrishna was uh, commenting on a song. He says, the, Rod, the gopis are saying, Oh, Krishna, we don't see Krishna anywhere. He says, Oh, I see Krishna everywhere, Radha says. Right? And of course, we know some moves of Radha, she doesn't see Krishna, but that's meant to increase devotion, right? Right? Because uh, if you love, I, can't, I cannot forget Krishna. You look at a tree, it reminds me of Krishna. I look at the water, it reminds me of Krishna. Everywhere I see Krishna. Right? So if you have love, then you don't need to search for God. Right, he became God is self-revealed. So the only thing we have to do is to purify the mind and heart. And Lord Chaitanya is saying here, in many texts say, Sri Ramakrishna said, the easiest way in this age, the one good quality for which we should be really thankful we're born in this dark age, is that simply by saying God's name, all these things are possible. We become liberated and attain that highest abode. Any questions or comments? Very, very good. Everybody's convinced and illumined. That's mm-hmm. Jai Sri Ramakrishna, Jai Mahamayi Ki Jai, Sri Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. <laughs>